I want my goddamn rope paved. I will say we can't. Let's last They're not say. paving. They're we just can't sealing say it, to Kristen by the and way. Caleb because that lady was literally like, no, your home's the model home. I've been here for 16 years. <laughs> and also, well, people come and go. Also, it's the model also home. Also, I gassed Caleb up to go. <laughs> yes, yeah, we did. Caleb was like, I think I'm going to say something. And then he said that and he was like, it's not the model home anymore, winky face. And then she was like, Sorry if I offended and like went through this whole big thing. And I said, Caleb, the winky face was a little bit condescending. Like, I think he was like, I thought it made it friendly. I was like, that's because you're an old fucking man on Facebook. And you think it makes it friendly. He. like an asshole because when I get on that group and I'm like hey we're at this address quotation or parentheses the old model home and then Caleb's like it's not the model home anymore like it makes me look like an asshole. I'll tell you what was great is he said he goes yeah I'm gonna tell everybody like hey if she's selling something it's at the bitch's home oh don't worry as more people move out of the neighborhood it won't be considered the bitch's home anymore. (laughs) The memory will fade. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of Every Good Boy Does Fine, the weekly podcast where we touch on music's past, its present, and where it's going. My name is Daniel, along with my co-host Greg and our rotating panel of guests, we'll seek to replay interesting news, history, and a healthy dose of our own opinions, for better or worse. Hey Greg, what you doing? <laughs> uh, I'm trying to stay focused. I, I discovered a uh, new type of music last uh, couple days called lo-fi music what okay all right and it it has helped me focus on tasks like extremely well like it is literally like audio adderall okay and now i'm having trouble focusing when it is not playing in my eardrums so what are you doing right now i'm humming it in my head and it's not working is it safe for human consumption <laughs> Has this been FDA approved? <laughs> they make it in edible form. <laughs> it's it's pretty much like they they take popular songs and it's like they drown the treble, like they don't lower the treble, they just drown it out. Drown it, yeah. And they smooth bass lines out to where the bass doesn't come in hitting hard. It like comes in soft and rolls out instead of it just being a thud it's billowy and yeah it's it's just for some reason it's just music that's really easy to like kind of get you in that focus zone like when i I put it on and started uh going to town with some work i had on my computer and everything and stuff that would normally take me like two hours to get through, I looked and I was done in like forty five minutes. So the weird thing is, yeah. I'm on a I'm on a three step program. I start with lo fi, and then I'm right now sitting right in my mid fi stage. Your mid fi, yeah. yeah. Which and so <laughs> the third <laughs> obvious transition piece is I've got a high fi stage later on. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, let's get to everyone that's uh, with Firstly us here today. <laughs> uh, first up, we have Jim. How you doing? Oh, doing great. Ready for another episode. All righty. And then uh, Kristen came back. How are you doing? I'm 
Snoop Dogg pretty good. That's good. <laughs> and then one of the fan favorites, Judy, how are you doing? Howdy, it's your girl Judith over here. Judy, 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 Judy. <laughs> Judy. You can't see it, but I'm the shimmying. Shimmy, the shimmy. I love the yeah. shimmy. I was trying to induce shimmying. <laughs> so on today's episode, we're going to cover a few topics. Uh, some of them are recurring and some of them are just things that have just kind of been on our mind lately. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, what Spotify has in store with us. We're going to get into some new rules and regulations that the uh, Grammy uh, Academy has decided to push out. And then we're going to get into an issue about the way music is kind of moving with some of the pop hits that are getting uh, a lot of radio play nowadays. But um, speaking of the lo-fi that I was talking about earlier, I was using Spotify um, to listen to that. And we started looking into Spotify again, and they have a new subscription tier that's going to be coming out soon. Uh, this was announced back in February of 2021 that they were going to be bringing this out, and it has just been hit with delays, but apparently it is very soon to be coming out. Right now, it's being codenamed uh, their Supremium level, because they have their basic uh, free plan that anyone can listen to, and it has ads that play and everything like that. And then they have their premium plan, where you pay $9.99 a month, and it gets rid of those ads for you, and you can even download music and uh, podcasts and everything like that for uh, later listen and everything. But this new premium level is going to introduce hi-fi, so it's lossless streaming. So the big thing about that is in order for music to be at a good point storage-wise, it has to go through compression. So... What they're pretty much saying is that this is going to be a lossless compression. You're pretty much going to get the studio quality sound instead of it being compressed down to save on storage space, save on bandwidth and everything like that. But the interesting thing about this is they've kind of drugged their feet on getting it out there. And they're going to create this new tier that you have to upgrade to in order to get it. Because we're talking uh, 2020, 2021 when this yeah, is announced. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And the thing is, is. Amazon and Apple, both of their streaming services, offer this with their base premium plan. Are they are they doing a, a, a hi-fi uncompressed version of these songs? Okay. Yes, yes. So not with any of the free versions, but with their base $10.99 a month plans, mm -hmm. they advertise the hi-fi quality. Are they doing it, though? That's that I, yeah, that I cannot speak to. Um because it's also interesting that a lot of people are talking about how it's not going to be worth the extra investment each month because you're not going to actually hear the difference. Yeah. Because you need the certain equipment in order to hear the difference. So, like, can you hear a wave versus an MP3? Yeah, like, exactly. That's that's the question you got to ask. Exactly. Yeah. What they're pretty much saying is because you're going to be listening to it mostly through like AirPods and things like that you're not going to have the equipment that is going to give you that studio quality sound. Pretty much what an audio engineer that was asked about this scenario was, unless you actually are filtering it through an audio face, you have studio quality headphones, and it's going through an amplifier, 
you're not going to hear those little fine points of you're it. you're a producer exactly yeah, yeah. like you you need all that and they were saying that uh even if you have like studio quality uh speakers instead of the headphones if you aren't in an a acoustically well designed room you're also it's just it's just not going to come through yeah. the way that it was recorded because most of us have dealt with i mean you've probably dealt with wave files this right point, right yeah. uh, recording these episodes yeah the, the exactly. first thing you do is record a wave file exactly yeah. uh the 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 sound quality is not appreciably different right yeah when when i edit the episodes they are in wave form and then I convert them to MP3s yeah. for the publishing, and I honestly cannot tell. The I difference. don't see myself yeah. for the use of exactly. uh, cell phone to vehicle interface. Yeah, paying for a premium subscription. It, exactly, that's, too. that's what we're looking. And, at. and that's another that's another bottleneck that he brought up too was uh, even if you have studio grade equipment, if you're linking to it wirelessly via bluetooth or any other device bottleneck's the same the bottleneck is going to be your bandwidth the bandwidth is going to bottleneck it and bring it the quality back down as well the only thing i saw was greater access to audiobooks which is kind of outside of our realm yeah most people that i know that are into audiobooks uh, myself included have Mm -hmm. separate subscriptions to separate services yeah they've either they've either gone the very convenient way of uh local library card local mm-hmm. access and everyone should go that way local access to uh your local library yeah or uh you know the big uh the big audible at that point yeah that that um codenamed supremium level they yeah. are going to give um audiobook access they haven't really released much about how much access you're going to get whether it's going to be a certain amount of hours per month yeah. whether it's going to be a certain number of uh books or you know, like shows or anything like that per month. But surveys that were put out by Spotify about interest in the additional products have stated that this new uh, subscription level may go as high as nineteen ninety nine. So pretty oh, much doubling God. your monthly cost just really? for um, whatever they're going to do on the audiobook side plus the hi-fi, which seems pretty steep when you can still get that hi-fi from amazon or apple for or just, 10.99 or just listen to the songs you've been listening to are yeah. they hurting you right like deep down yeah pretty and much that's, the f- a, that's the thing too because spotify has been trying to sell us additional services yeah ever since because to be honest spotify is one of the services of i get to pay ten dollars a month yeah and i get everything i want to listen to exactly yeah ever this is great mm-hmm Thank you for doing this. Yeah. They keep trying to sell me more things. Right. One being the duo service of, mm-hmm. doesn't everybody you know in your household need yeah. more than one service? And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, we'll just share one. It's fine. Uh, yeah. Everything's going fine. So I, It's I, hooked up to everything in the house. Yeah. And I'll deal with that. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I don't understand the, the different services they're trying to sell. Right. So I think it's because they're trying to find a way for revenue growth. So... One thing that they pointed to was that ever since the subscription has come out, it has always been nine ninety nine. Mm. Whereas other services have increased their pricings Here's for the, the new demands. Yeah. So they're trying to find other ways to gain that revenue without actually increasing that base subscription. Yeah, I always yeah. assumed they were the last to go up because they didn't see any threat to their platform. Exactly. Yeah. Because we're all still I will religiously use yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Isn't that when you stay low? And then when everybody else goes up, everybody 
you know, yeah. bails on those other exactly, things that comes yeah. back, but, back yeah. to you. No, quote, the quote. thing is, is they can go up. I, for one, mm-hmm. when I use Spotify, I listen to the same things all the time, or yeah. I'm listening like the same podcast, or I'm listening to my my own playlist that yeah. I made. I'm yeah, not exactly. really using Spotify to its full. Like I know you guys yeah, have yeah. talked about like the AI feature and like the mm-hmm. the DJ or whatever, and I don't use any of that. That is all foreign to right, me. I've never right. even tried it because i am very much like a like a pop 2k like i listen to all mm-hmm. of like my old like tried and trues exactly. but i will never cancel my spotify subscription because if you cancel it and you don't get that like full access that you get you don't you can't use it to that full extent even if it's like basic of like mm-hmm. your own playlist yeah. so i feel like they can and that's what a lot of people do is that they just increase their price because they can Right. Yeah, and back to where it's like you you know, Daniel said, you know, how how much better is it to exactly. where you're gonna double that? I don't know, it just reminded me. I don't know if anybody else feels this way, but um so when three D movies became like the big <laughs> right. thing, yeah. like literally there was like two parts in the entire movie that was mm-hmm. like, Oh, that was really cool for three D. Yeah. Not really for double the price. Yeah. I right. like so, yeah. <laughs> and it and that fizzled out very quick. I, I, yeah, I like, yeah, yeah, you don't really I, see. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like 3D movies are even a, a rough analogy because uh, hi-fi audio has never given anybody a headache or seasickness. <laughs> yeah. You don't, you don't have to wear specific <laughs> yeah. headphones. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't need to get a, a little a little sticker put behind my ear <laughs> yeah. to get motion yeah. sickness uh, medication. And, and and the feedback I got was that the, the hi-fi quality is. I mean, are you upgrading your headphones? when you buy it, exactly it, they like, like the the audio en- engineer that i got yeah. the feedback from was pretty much like that subscription level will be very beneficial to about four percent of the listener base Dude, it's, it's everyone not- else like you're gonna gonna hear the same thing through your apple like your when i apple when i saw that, like that. The, the it's just missing the mark yeah like the people yeah. listening to your service are not they don't want hi-fi music. Right. They want good access. They want yeah. all the artists they want to listen to. Exactly. So they want you to make good deals with those artists. Yeah. And they want their music right there where they want it. They mm-hmm. don't want hi-fi. Exactly. Whatever the fuck that means at the time. <laughs> right. What I because no one knows also, that's what it means. That's honestly, why they're going to Honestly, to most people, that is incredibly meaningless. Yeah, exactly. It yeah. means nothing. Yeah. That's why I think what they should do, a very, very smart pivot, should be hi-fi is just the bonus feature of that new tier and you really need to lean into that audiobook access i think leaning in really i think leaning into the audio yeah okay I, you're right there yeah, yeah. i the, i the think that's end, that's yeah. the way they, they should go they should really lean into you're getting like this many hours and whatever it is it needs to be more than the other services that yeah. offer that because right no now you're, you're go competing with amazon yeah right now exactly yeah that's what it is yeah music wise they have them in the corner amazon music yeah. is shit compared to spotify i don't but know they anybody don't have that, the... i don't know anybody that uses amazon music be honest with you yeah people do uh, but... audible though is partnered with amazon yeah exactly. so well, okay. that's all i i'm an audiobook person so yeah. well where amazon you, started if, basically or if you're like an echo like like a dot user or like an mm-hmm. alexa or whatever oh, okay. like you, you can sometimes like well i just know because of my kids but you try to play music and only amazon music will play certain things yeah. or right whatever yeah so i just oh, know yeah, yeah yeah and that's that's definitely where they're competing there and yeah like, exactly uh, and that's where they they put in the caveat of like mm-hmm. expanded audiobook access right but that's what they should be focusing on yeah i mean yeah. if you're gonna if you're gonna make those types of moves in this industry like 
expand. Yeah. Don't just upgrade because right. people are not into that the way they used to be. So you're going to say, yeah, there's more people that are wanting that increased audio books than people who want better, better audio quality. Quote, yeah, yeah, audio yeah, quality. Quote, unquote. Yeah. Because I think, the, I think the audience that you're that we used to be playing to was okay so you have um i have this turntable okay it sounds one way when i'm playing a turn i'm playing an album on its speakers if i hook speakers into it it sounds so much better this is my Mm -hmm. hi-fi audio yeah but when you have digital music like it sounds one way because those are the headphones you are listening to and so to mm-hmm. it's it's disingenuous to the user to sell them a product they can't actually use exactly and most music the way that it is actually put down on tracks and mastered is they master it for the intended distribution so a lot of labels nowadays aren't actually putting it out there in that super high resonating quality anymore because they know it's just going to mp3 anyways it's the top of it's the top of the register so so that's where it is exactly yeah yeah Yeah. but yeah so um i really hope that they focus more on that audiobook and because i can't see myself doubling my subscription price unless they're offering like eight books a month or something or something like that you know what i mean it like, would have it would have to be my audible subscription yeah at this point exactly yeah. 14.99 14.99 yeah. yeah yeah so if you're listening you gotta beat it do it <laughs> yeah. please also ads yeah <laughs> yeah we, we would love the ads <laughs> So to move on from that, we're going to get into what's going on with the Academy for uh, the Grammys, uh, for the next Grammys awards that will be going on. So they've decided to put language down on paper for a new rule regarding AI in music and what can be submitted to the Academy for awards. So the new rule is generative AI on its own is not eligible for awards, only human creators. Now, this is not a full ban on AI. Songs with AI assistance can still be submitted, but only the parts where a human creator was in the driver's seat will be considered for the awards. So I kind of wanted to like get everyone's feedback on this about what they think about this new direction with introducing AI into music and how that affects the creative process and for artists receiving awards for all of that. Um, Before I get everyone's feedback, though, I just wanted to add in a little bit more of the language that the CEO uh, was quoted in an interview giving of, like, restrictions on it. So... AI voice clones will not be eligible regardless of permission granted. So like the one song that started charting, that was the AI of, uh, of Drake's voice. Even if Drake went to the guy that did that and said, you have permission to use my voice, that song cannot be considered for any type of award in, at the Grammys. Um, now, a human songwriter can still be awarded for the written compositions on a song that feature AI vocals, and the opposite is true as well. So, a human artist can be eligible for their performance on a song that an AI algorithm wrote, but you can't have the AI doing the entire song, and the parts that the AI put into that song are not allowed to be considered. 
So essentially the talent from a human is recognized. Exactly. I will I will say that I think there may be conflicting statements by so is is CEO is CEO is that Harvey Mason? Yes, Harvey Mason so Jr., he, yeah. He also said at one point that uh, quote, if there's an AI voice singing the song or AI instrumentation, we'll consider it. And so that's Where that's what start? I so by that he would mean he would have covered the, the song can be considered, but it can only be considered for certain categories. So it so it couldn't be considered for anything performance based only song songwriting. Yeah, most based. of this is yeah. most of songwriting based. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. When when an AI vocal is being used, that song can only be considered for songwriting awards okay. and things of that nature. It can't be any performance based awards. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 I was making sure that yeah, those 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 things weren't contradicting yeah. themselves. And, and then the same is true, you know, on the opposite end of that spectrum. Um, someone performing a song that they had an AI algorithm generate can accept awards for performances, but cannot accept any type of songwriting recognition. Honestly, I'm excited to hear that this is how this was taken. This yeah. is a very sober view of. Right what this means for for music generation yeah um obviously what the grammy what the the committee is seeing is that mm-hmm. these aren't tools of where an ai is creating music it's right. it's artists using mm-hmm. ai to create music yeah and they're trying to lay down rules for how that exists exactly and, and one, so this, one quote this, this kind of falls into where i thought it would right yeah. yeah and one quote from him that i really liked to see was uh he said that this is just the first way that they're wording all yeah. the regulations and that these regulations are going to be very fluid because it is a very new tech that's evolving every day and they know that from year to year there's going to be tweaks to the language in these regulations because of how everything is gonna like move forward it's funny to see that reaction which is so nuanced yeah and mature and uh in line with the technology right versus like giving it what we saw a month ago from oh my god they made a drake weekend song yeah what are we gonna do yeah. the music industry's over yeah so yeah. these these actual these actual uh experts these actual su- subject matter experts yeah. have have voiced their opinions mm-hmm. they've they've made rules yeah which dictate the way this has to, to to follow yeah and the cool thing about it was it was a um when these rules were being written it was a conversation between both sides yeah, so yeah. The Academy actually brought the guy in that did the Drake um, AI voice song and brought him into the conversation of, of how should we formulate these rules because we don't want a all-out ban on this, but we want to still reward the human creator and not the artificial creator. Because like I said, these these songs are, still have a huge human component. These yeah. are yeah. these AI tools are no more or no less than what everybody uses in Pro Tools yeah. or uh, yeah. you know any effects pedal you can use, use on a guitar. It's not a it's it's new and that's new technology, but it's not new in music creation. Right. And so it's yeah, it's really good to see that these people that are deeply entrenched in the music music industry are taking it seriously and taking it seriously in a way that is constructive. Exactly. Because yeah. this is, I mean there's they're quoted in saying yeah this is going to affect yeah. music deeply. yeah exactly like it's going to affect how we create it mm-hmm. it's going to affect how we listen to it it's going to affect everything yeah so we might as well figure out how we're going to deal with it 
Exactly. And that's why he said he wanted to get that language in for this year. Cause he was like, this isn't something that we're foreseeing five, 10 years down the road. Yeah. He was like, we already know that there is some stuff being submitted this year that has AI components to it. Yeah. He's like, we're already seeing it. So we just needed to get ahead of the game, get the rules out there so that we didn't have any hurt feelings when people started flooding us with the AI generated stuff. And we, it looked like we were like pandering to older artists by being like, no, 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 that's not real art and blah, blah, blah. He was like, we kind of wanted to get out in the front give our stance on it and move forward with it, you know, being open to changing those rules and everything. Yeah. No, it's, so, it's, it's so where does auto tune kind of chime into this whole thing? I was wondering. <laughs> uh, so so auto they just slide into that middle ground where auto, they can kind of win. Auto tune has its, it's, um, it's kind of amnesty in that it's it kind of was, like an assistance tool. Yeah, so it's not auto tune. Auto tune was was trolling the depths of uh, keys themselves. Yeah. So like auto tune only adjusts you within a certain framework of music itself. Um, but if I want to use an AI tool to make you sound like Greg all the time, right? I have to mine Greg's voice for mm -hmm. some for some data. And then plug that into you speaking. Yeah. So then we we come into different situations where, mm -hmm. well, is that copyright against Greg's voice or right. or what are we doing? Yeah. Uh, but it, it still is an audio tool. Right. Regardless of how we look at it. Yeah, because because they're actually running into uh, legal problems right now when it comes to compensation. Yeah. Um, because they're running into the framework of okay, well, if you're making this verse sound like this other artist, then shouldn't that other artist be compensated for percentages of that art because you're using their likeness and their art style for yeah. yours as well? Um, a big example of that is Paul McCartney has been vocal about um, wanting to put out a new song and he wants to mine the Beatles database to, oh really yeah to get mm. lennon's voice on a new song and oh. i actually feel really bad about that i kind of i kind of yeah that. i kind of yeah. hate that i'm wondering if uh do you mean like the songs that like he had kind of in the vault that no, never no, no, came no. out yet? no no they're, they want to take the vault of beatles albums just to mine lennon's voice right. so that paul can then write new songs I'm, and have lennon singing these I'm songs i'm gonna say i hate like the yeah. posthumous stuff like don't do that because well, well, who can consent to that i mean really i mean yeah even if his family consented to that I mean, that's not him. And, you know what I mean? Yeah, I and just, and this brings up a, a whole new legal issue his, as well. I don't think his family would consent to anything since he beat half of them that are still alive. But, <laughs> but I uh, no, I I think the listening audience knows that yeah. I am against uh, unwarranted and uh, yeah. un uh, uh, I don't know opinionated and unconsented releases yeah. post yeah. post. Posthumous. Yes, yeah. I agree. Uh, yeah. Well, I in, in I this think, scenario I don't think too, John Lennon, even though he's probably, I mean, what's he doing? Just hitting himself in the grave, I guess. But, um, yeah, no. It, especially knowing that, like, those two like fucking fought all the time too. Like, man, I almost didn't. I almost didn't expect it out of McCartney, to be honest. Yeah. Like, I think that guy has enough success, and he's done really well. Like, yeah. good God, yeah. he's the. He's almost the beetle you can't say anything bad about. Yeah. 
I, I know a lot of people that would have uh, say, altering say one, opinions. Don't don't say one. Th- I guess it, I've already said one thing about bad. Don't don't say more bad things about Beatles. Yeah, yeah. I I, I was at a a beer festival where this this topic came up, and uh, uh, like he always does, uh, somebody I know is always just like, "Yep, the wrong Beatles died." Oh, yikes. <laughs> um but moving on um i know daniel had a another topic that you wanted to cover today yeah i mean if you guys want to settle into old man gripe corner does oh, yeah. anyone else want to come down here with me I'm we always here oh my gosh i so yeah i've i've almost uh contrasted to anything else we wanted to go with just so we didn't complain for an hour and a half pretty much <laughs> uh so I, I don't know if you guys have noticed on the radio recently i know we've complained about tiktok before yeah and yeah. it's um loopable uh albeit a very listenable capability to where you get these these songs that are just like almost rehashes of old songs mm-hmm. uh in some cases they are exact rehashes or they're very close they're very right. lyr- lyrically or mel- melodically close uh but i've i have just normal top 40 radio gotten some very very ridiculous songs coming through yeah uh so so one the, the one that caught my attention was do you guys remember fat boy slim praise you yeah, yeah, definitely. I got to praise you like I should. I got to praise you. What year was this? I got to high school ooh, years. Great, I don't know the middle school maybe. Uh, f- this might middle? have this, this would have been like early two thousands. I yeah, think early two thousands. Yeah. Why don't I know this? I got to I, I praise think, you. I think you would remember like if you should. actually heard if it. I actually yeah, heard yeah, not these two <laughs> saying it. Yeah, the yeah. actual. Not saying you guys aren't doing a great job. Got but. It. So this song has been uh, completely re-released by Rita Ora uh, with very little change. Mm-hmm. Uh, this I don't think that I can consider this a cover. It's just a re-release of Praise You right? Uh, with some extra lyrical benefit from Rita Ora and yeah. some collaboration with her and Fatboy Slim. And the reason I started paying attention to this is because I hear this song and then within three to five minutes, I hear David Guetta redo hadaway's what is love Mm. and it starts to become it starts to become (laughs) a trend because right the the time frame yeah and you start to wonder if people are playing off a very 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 specific age range yeah because what is love and praise you are not too separate as far as time range go Mm -hmm. and then if you wait a couple minutes on top 40 radio you don't get an exact cover, but you do get an exact approximation of uh, "Blue" by Eiffel BB, 65 by Baby Rexa. Yeah, and David yeah. Guetta David again. Guetta, yeah, yeah, and David Guetta again. And so you get these songs that are just these these late nineties, early two thousands dance hits that we're just, I guess, listening to again. Yeah, but they're not covers. Yeah, we're just listening to them again. Yeah, it's just it's just let me take this rehash it just slightly and then just republish it yeah. out there as my own because don't yeah. get me wrong i i love a cover man i love it like anybody else i love a cover i love a reimagining right. Right. uh i love a a redefining of a song yeah but these songs are just the same song with a nostalgia grab yes and a yes. female uh, just a just a lady singer who wants to to grab that and just as close as you can get to a club song 
is, yeah. is the other thing. And that's but what they, it, and that's what I, I give. But they were club songs at the time. Yeah, they were, yeah. They were still a club song. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm I may have said it on another episode. I don't know. But <laughs> I I could give a shit about DJs in the music industry. David Guetta mm-hmm. can kindly go fuck himself. Like, <laughs> you're not talented. You play a fucking keyboard. Why can't why, <laughs> why can he go fuck himself? <laughs> I, I don't think he's that talented. Okay, okay. I, I don't think it's obviously. David, I can't say that I can go and do what he does. I'm going to say Guetta, I, with a little training, I could probably figure out what he does. David Guetta, tweet us. <laughs> I I just I don't know. I don't I don't feel like it's that hard to do what he does. Especially when we're talking about the same fucking song, right? Over you know, again. Is that hard to find like an emerging artist and then have them sing one thing over over some other song? Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. it's probably not. No. Now with the, uh, I believe it was the the Rita Ora. Do you think the lyrical uh, stability of "I'm good"? That's what I was of, just uh, about to get into. I'm good. Yeah. I'm feeling <laughs> all right. right. Yeah. Like she it's wrote that worst. with a crayon. There's like it's five different worst. words in the entire it's fucking worst. song. Well, I will say the original lyrics are not that <laughs> poetic. Yeah, either. No, I, I was gonna say that. I, I don't know. <laughs> but they're at least they're at least originally allegorical. I don't know. I won't even defend the original lyrics, but I will yeah. say that because of the fact that I grew up with that, I will listen to a, a remix. <laughs> I just, like I will be like the person that they like. I don't know how to how you word that, but like I will be the person that they like pull one over on. Yeah. Like I will listen to that song. Well, I just I start thinking about how much money David Guetta and BB Rex are making off of this. How little work they probably had to do to yeah. put that song out. That's oh, exactly. Shit. But yeah. people are going to listen to it. Yeah, exactly. They know, like, I mean, my radio is always on Pop 2K. Yeah. I'll always listen and to those songs. Yeah. And if there's a little bit of a tweak, like, I'll still find it catchy. And I don't dislike BB. Um, I, I I do feel bad that I don't know if you guys saw she got you mean, smoked with a cell babe, phone the other day you mean while babe, she was on stage. You mean, yes, baby. Yeah, she had to get I, stitches after wait, the show. I don't, Damn. I don't um, like what is she saying? She did the song with Florida Georgia Line. Um, oh, I don't know who um, she. This is my problem. I don't know who artists are. I know the song. I, oh, a lot of people. Are, a lot of people when it hits social media, like, oh my god, look, she got hit with her phone. Literally, I, I started reading the comments. Everybody was like, "Who?" Dude, I saw <laughs> that was my first thought, and then also like my my dog head butted me with his head, and I got a black eye just like her. So like, I don't feel bad for you. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like I, I like a phone being yeah. like I didn't charge my dog with assault. Like, and an, and an airbag hit me in the face. I got a black eye, so I don't feel bad for her. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean I don't feel bad for her, but it's just kind of like I mean, like you have a black eye. Like I don't know, a lot of people mm. get she had them. stitches. Yeah, it's stitches, bro. Yeah, I, I just I'm gonna say the cell phone hitting her head might be a little worse than your dog headbutting you. Yeah, I mean, probably. I, ha- I had I a black eye i'm so, also i'm also looking at like 30 songs that i don't know the fuck they are like, <laughs> yeah i don't um, know her yeah yeah I, I i just think my biggest Wait, problem with it is in like, the name of love did she redo in the name of love <laughs> jesus Christ. I, I just get so angry with like song. stealing someone else's work and writing it off as your own like it's well, one thing if you it's reference not, i was gonna say it's, you know it, what it I mean? doesn't it doesn't seem like they're stealing it Obviously, they have these people's permission. Right. My problem with it is that it's not it's not a cover. Yeah. It's a it, it's, it's a completely it's just re-release of the original material. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Which is 
fucking crazy. Meant to be, yeah, be, and it's it's almost it, to me it's to me it's to me it's disingenuous to the listener. Yeah, yeah exactly. So like. It'd be one thing if they did their, even if they took the music to it and did their own song to it. Yeah, I, 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 I could get behind that. But covers are but, covers. But doing the same rhythm with changed lyrics, that's where you get on my on like the wrong side. I think like rappers all the time, they a producer will come out with a song that you get fifty of them that get on and do their own freestyle on it. They all aren't rapping in the same cadence. They're all doing their own thing on it. Now, if every rapper started rapping in the same exact cadence on that, you'd be like, okay, this is stupid. Why, why is everybody yeah, why doing it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, I, I think that's kind of where it falls into with me is, like, you aren't really doing anything besides, all right, well, instead of this six words, I'm going to say these six words. Boom. Million dollars, please. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think it's I think it's lending itself to some sort of late stage pop music where... We're in a situation where we are we have a limited number of uh, chord changes that we can right, use. Right. Obviously, we talked about that. Yeah, yeah. And like, we can only go so many places with these songs mm-hmm. that we're just like re-releasing them. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. I'm not condoning it. Yeah. But it works for people to listen. To yeah. It oh yeah. Because 100%. I'll listen to it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I said. Yeah. It's. I'm not saying it's a great, like right. ethical way of going about it, but yeah. people will listen to it. I, I I just feel like when when art gets to a very stagnant point where everyone is redoing and rehashing, that's when like someone or a group of people need to kind of start reinventing and oh, coming up with a new genre. So I would be really excited to see if that's the outcome from a lot of this. People start getting tired of the same thing redone over and over again, and we start seeing new genres develop. That'd be great. I hope we get a new metal, but it's like in UW metal this time. Yeah. 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 A new style of metal would be pretty cool. Apparently um avenged sevenfold came out with a new album i haven't listened to it yet it, it's on the docket for our quarterly album review yeah. but apparently they went very experimental with it um someone told me it's not anything that you've ever heard from avenged sevenfold they went very very just off the beaten path and oh, create and the way it was explained to me was that they created a new subgenre of rock in this album. Really? So I'm really excited to sit down with that and and see what direction they took that in. That's awesome. Because that could be the NEW metal nice. that you were referring to. Hell yeah. Um I I would like the the new metal, the NU metal, um, to resurface, but with different lyrical content. Because it was always very I didn't, okay. So I, I, the comment I made was a yeah. offhanded shit comment, and yeah. now that we're really talking about it, yeah, I, I think that's where we're lacking. If if we got a new metal genre that went away from the self deprecation and like sad content yeah. into a different uh, style, I think would be a really interesting thing. <sighs> Have you? T- do you listen to Mastodon at all? Very little. So I almost think if you if you took that lyrical style, almost yeah. like prog rocky lyrical style, mm-hmm. but with that less proggy, 
um, more new medical drop style yeah. like tunings. Yeah. Um, and really just drove that home. Like, yeah. Maybe, like, maybe get out of all this. Maybe we don't yeah. need to talk about our feelings constantly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, like, you know, if if a band just came out and just went like a Blink One Eighty Two content route, yeah. but put that into the new metal maybe genre, some, it could maybe, be really cool. Maybe there was some fun for these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, like. I think that's why I've really been enjoying Electric Cowboy so much lately. <laughs> a little bit of fun is because yeah, like yeah. all of their music is well, super fun. <laughs> and I think that's the, that's the, that's the problem with a lot of a lot of us that got into metal music. It's like where's the fun in this fucking music? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's why a lot of people listen to other things. Yeah, it's because where's the goddamn fun in what I'm listening to? Yeah. yeah. And I mean, especially someone like like me, like I can't listen to a lot of the metal genres for like too long without like falling into a depression. I honestly, <laughs> I honestly can at this point because of the cartoony nature of the emotions. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. honestly, as an adult, I don't yeah. feel the the angst that right. I did at exactly. One point, yeah, to yeah. the point of. Uh, just being that goddamn mad yeah <laughs> look i can be mad about things but they're, yeah they're usually like much more manageable things so yeah it's, it's it's tough to uh it's tough to scream and cry about them so much yeah, yeah so yeah, like yeah. metal for me tends to lose its 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 oomph yeah i guess yeah, yeah. the the more fun genres where they like actually explore some things lyrically like i, I can get there but uh, yeah yeah the, the angst is tough to get to that's yeah, for damn exactly sure. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I think that was the word I was searching for earlier was angst. Like, yeah, I, the, new metal the without angst, angst yeah. could be a very interesting sound. Hell thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you could if you could figure out some way to tap into tap into nostalgia, yeah, and uh, but maybe still make people feel a little more connected without the without yeah. the angst, because yeah. a lot of people you're trying to get at don't aren't that mad anymore so like yeah. <laughs> you gotta do something else mm -hmm. oh yeah <laughs> it's like yeah are you are you as mad as you were when you're 14 years old probably not right <laughs> right uh, right i don't know this world's pretty, pretty yeah. rough. Oh, man, I'm, I'm the difference is again i'm medicated uh, <laughs> <laughs> well i i never got tested for my illnesses so i <laughs> I am I'm told very frequently that if uh if I would have been tested as a child, I <laughs> would have had a condition. <laughs> and I've been told that by a mental health professional. <laughs> well Yeah, whatever we gotta do. Yeah. We're gonna crowdfund. I mean we're gonna we're gonna find a find a cure. That's yeah. what we're gonna do. <laughs> Specifically for Greg's head. Cause I don't know if you guys have seen it, but shit. <laughs> Greg's head. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, you you you've seen you've seen me go down some dark roads sometimes. Oh, I was mean physically. Oh, physically, yeah. yeah it's, just looking, just it's looking. It's very. At it's it. very large. Yeah, I'm just looking at it. Um, no, like just looking at it. That, that, that's why, like, when I told yeah. my when uh, me and I my was, wife got together and yeah. we're getting married and everything, I was like, I I feel so for, yeah. so bad for you when we get to childbearing yeah. stages because I have a monstrously sized head yeah and that's not gonna be fun for you to I, pass. Was just, I was just hoping to maybe <laughs> i was hoping to just raise some fucking awareness like about the size of your head yeah that's, that's all it is. yeah i have to order special hats i can't just get standard ones yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> that's where i thought you were going with the childbearing thing i was like what <laughs> oh yeah no i mean not that head yeah not that head not that head. 
digress. <laughs> <laughs> I digress. I digress. All right, yeah, I got nothing else. I got that's why I get, that's why I played. Have you guys yeah. stuck around for old man? Um, old man complaints. Yeah, I'm just I'm just mad. I think that uh, the old man bar stool. I like I like covers. Yeah. I love covers. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, but yeah. I don't want you to re-release the same fucking song. Yes. Uh, that that is my one gripe when it do, yeah. does come to That's covers it. as well. Is don't just do a carbon copy of of yeah. of it as your cover. Like yeah. do something different. Do anything like, change, else. Change like else. a little. Yeah. Like and, not enough. And I feel to like DMX I feel like the, uh, uh, "Ain't No Sunshine" comes yeah. to mind. Yeah. With Bill Withers, I'm like, yeah. That's I, not I feel original. like well, like a good a good example is take that song and make it have a different feel so we just covered the taylor swift era tour last episode um i prevail came out with a taylor swift cover that was so different it took to such a different vibe to that song and they blew up over it like i honestly don't think i prevail would be the big name that it is without that cover going viral also i would feel that people would hear that and go well, the Baby Erecta song, uh, I'm good. It's not the same lyrics, but it is. And also, <laughs> release a different song. I was gonna let him go forever on that. Also, it is a pretty terrible song. It's a fucking terrible <laughs> song. Yeah. So, so, so as long as so as long as I have to explain myself, I'll quick explain myself. It's a terrible song yeah. because I feel like yeah, it, it's not the same. It's not exactly. I'm blue. Da, ba, dee, da, ba, da, da. Yeah, it's I'm getting and I'm healing. I'm and it's like she's wearing fucking clown shoes. She's got a big goddamn nose. <laughs> yeah, she's got she's got yeah. rouge on her cheeks. She's a fucking clown, and I hate her right now. Like- Sounds like Tetris when you do it. <laughs> That's a better statement. <laughs> background noise. Yeah, but no. Yeah, it's. I was waiting for the for, for the overtime portion of Tetris where you double time it. <laughs> I think we got something going. I think we can make a song out of that. <laughs> Maybe and I'll can be considered. I'll make the yeah. third goddamn song out of the song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's my that's my gripe yeah, uh, yeah so you've yeah my old man corner mm-hmm. uh i like covers right you don't like i'll look you all in the covers. eye i'll look you all in the eye right now i like covers <laughs> don't look me back in the eye don't look away look away <laughs> <laughs> i don't like these goddamn dance songs like yeah, why are yeah. we just redoing these like, yeah why don't yeah, we yeah. just like Leave them alone. Make money. new songs. Yeah, the other thing is, that's, that's all they give a shit about. The other thing is, you but can I just love? you can just sing songs that are like kind of close to these fucking songs. Well, no what one, about no one Elton asked John you. and Dua Lipa. That's what different. Great, I also, that's a great, I also very good, but song. I also hate that song. But I love that song. What song did you say? <laughs> Elton, John Elton John and Dua Lipa. But did he actually sing that song though? I can't tell you that. <laughs> I can't tell you that. <laughs> well, he's alive, so he ha- would have had to give his consent. Also, duly. He, he had another one, didn't he? A recent a duo with somebody. It wasn't just her. No, I'm not sure. I thought he, I thought he had one more. So. I don't know. Mm. Either way, they're both fire. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Every Good Boy Does Fine. If you want to connect with us on socials, you can search us out. Either Every Good Boy Does Fine or EGBDF Pod. If you want to email us, go ahead at egbdfpod at gmail.com. Coming up, we will be doing another episode of our quarterly reviews. 
So any albums that you want us to review on the show, please email us. Let us know the artist and the album that you want us to cover, and we'll fit it into our docket. Reach out on Twitter. Reach out on, reach out on Twitter. Daniel is very, very oh, I'm, active. I'm antsy. Like, if you just talk to me one time, one <laughs> time. He will never let you sleep again. I, I wouldn't if I could. <laughs> All right, well, for everyone that joined us, thank you and good night.